Doug and Marty versus the World is sponsored and paid for by Marty McClendon, Doug Bassler, and EasyTVSpots.com. Round one, go. Ah, yes, it's time for uh, everybody's favorite dance, the limbo. How low can Joe go? This is Doug Bassler. And this is Marty McClendon. This is Doug and Marty versus the world. Cracking up. How low can Joe go? How low can Joe go? Well, we're going to find out, brother. Well, um, we are finding out, as funny as you would almost go the limbo with Kamala Harris, which you don't hear about as much lately uh, in her past and so forth. But you're right. When we see his brand new press secretary that, you know, the first thing she says to a national audience is, hey, oh, by the way, I'm a, a immigrant, I'm gay, and I'm a lesbian, whatever, lesbian, something else, right? Like, And I'm black. So, I'm black, yeah, right? Yeah. It's like, okay, well, criteria-wise. So all of those things that are, like, amazingly popular, it's a good thing she's not old, white, and Christian, brother. Exactly right. She didn't go into religion, which is interesting. I'm surprised that she didn't do that as well. Trying to paint all those pictures. Oh, that's all. That is, that's a religious confession. What she did was a religious confession, brother. There we go. You're, 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 you're uh, more, more loving than God, brother. That's right. Your tolerance, right, is above love, right? And then love is redefined to whatever they agree with. You're right. It is, it is this thing where we've all been convicted and the Holy Spirit convicts. It doesn't condemn. We understand it convicts us that we want to follow Christ. When we've made a mistake, when we've done something we shouldn't have, when we repent of it, when we walked away from God, whatever, these things, conviction, right, to know the word of God, you know, to really understand the truth of the word of God, know the Holy Spirit, that it, that the word of God will never contradict, right, or the or the Holy Spirit will never contradict the word of God. And so when we hear stuff like this, this is How can he contradict flying, himself? He wrote it, fl- dude. Yeah, flying <laughs> in the face, you know, of truth, but we have to know truth. Right. In order to say that's not truth. And so that's just a reminder for all of us. And as we get so busy and distracted with shiny things and as life going on and the burdens of life, brother, the burdens um, to remind us. The the reality, right. We're dealing with reality, you know, $6 a gallon gas looks like it's coming. There actually is a gas station here in Seattle that's reprogrammed their thing to reflect double digits in the dollar Mm -hmm. in case we go to 10, 11, 12. You know, uh, a gallon. So um, this this thing. So if you're on a train, brother, and there is an engineer and uh, he's running the thing, but all the passengers or 80 percent of the passengers say, stop, we're on the wrong track. Maybe 80 percent of the people can't be wrong, brother, because that's about 80 percent of America in the recent poll said wrong track wrong track this has to do with you know sending uh i think what now equates to about 59 billion to iraq and sending all the baby formula to, to the southern Ukraine. border i mean to iraq it's, see, i'm living it's the 90s called there we go the 90s called they want their war back i'm sorry brother ukraine you and george bush uh, uh what the heck it's you know it's saturday morning brother you know how it yes is. but yes. um this idea that Everybody else is important. You know, it's like you're it's like you're a kid, it's Christmas time, you've been wanting the new bike, and your parents go down the street and buy the neighbor kid a new bike. Mm-hmm. And you get mm-hmm. nothing. 
you know, you don't even get milk because all the milk went to the southern border. Now, we've talked about this before. Um, this is not incompetence. This is intentional, and we have to take them at their word for it. And to your point, when, when you have a shortage of baby formula, which is in the news now across the board, those needing it. Obviously, um, mothers can give breast milk. There's others. Canada is flush with with breast milk. I mean, not breast milk, but um, baby milk, babies. <laughs> you got to um, know, brother. <laughs> I got to know, right? Canada is flush with baby formula. They've got the, the uh, Kat Kamek, the congresswoman, um, went down to the southern border, and they've got literally miles and miles, crates and crates of baby formula that the Biden administration has shipped to illegal immigrants for free, right? So that why, you take away why? some of the supply. Why so, so this actually is, you know, I mean, the Democrats' war on children and babies yes. is ridiculous. Yes. They want to kill them. Not they, I heard somebody say jokingly last night, they want to kill them in the fourth trimester. I'm like, hey, dude, there is no fourth trimester. And he's like, yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, it's no, like when they're out of the womb, they want to yep. kill them. And and now the in the, idea, whatever whatever uh, the kindergartners are in or like the 50th trimester, <laughs> whatever, mm-hmm. I don't even know. This is interesting because the, the, the Democrats always been, if it saves one life, if it proves their argument, they'll do it, right? And then, of course, they're talking sure. about abortion, talking about whatever. Now it's about the human, Second the, Amendment. the live person saying, well, if, it, if, if they won't have a good life, they can't fit in, they may be judged, and they can have an abortion. Anything to propose this evil. Now, I don't want to get away from where I was going with this. The idea that we have open borders, the idea that we're creating, actually creating these shortages of gas and fuel when they shut down leases, when we're creating this shortage of baby formula, but it's not really a shortage. It's arbitrary because, you know, the southern border has it. Canada has it. You can get it. But here, people, the American citizens are struggling. We went through four years under Donald Trump where the idea was make America great. America first, which we saw in the after the 80, after the Carter administration, it was about buy Americans, support American workers, support America. This idea that we're a, a nation blessed by God on biblical foundations, that we had the freedom to live our lives, take risk, and be a blessing to the world. Okay, that's all about putting our own household first. We do that for our take care of our own household before we take care of the neighbor's household. That's, that's sort of what we're raised in. What we've been told through the Obama years, the eight years there, and now the two years of Biden is that America is racist. America is evil. The foundations, the underpinnings should be stripped away and removed. We, and specifically white male Christians, are the problem. They're racist, they're bigoted, they're whatever. It is breaking us up into classes. So this right here, to your point, is why is the money going to Ukraine where all the corruption has already been there and the, the ongoing battle instead of America and where we're paying for it? Because we're bad. Remember, their viewpoint is America's bad. We're evil. We need, we need to be taken down and reset into a world thing. And, of course, we've talked before about how our listeners, there is a battle, good and evil, Democrat, Republican, pro-God, anti-God. It's bigger than that, too, in in. And in part of that, the other side, those that want to destroy America, are part of the globalists. They believe in one global government, which a, a unique small set of power elite people around the world control the world, the resources and the finances and so forth. And everybody else is lumped into a sum where we all get nothing and be happy with it. 
And so then you have those that are nationalists, which they they really try to uh, label nationalists, people that believe in sovereignty, national borders, people that believe in that they're from America, they're proud to be Americans. From they're from Brazil, they're proud to be Brazilians. They're from Canada, they're proud to be Canadian. That's national. We have this sense of we belong to a nation of peoples that we have an identity around our core values of this nation. And we're different than other nations. And we compete against other nations. That's what's made us successful. The word of a war against this idea that we're unique and individual created in God's image. And that America is here for a purpose to a point where they want to make us say, no, there's no borders. There's no nations. There's only one world and we control it all. So we, it's really what we're looking at. So when Are you, you trying see to tell things, me that I'll have nothing and I'll like it. Yes. What oh. we're seeing though, with Biden and his administration is not about America first. It is about this global agenda. And we're a part of this global United Nations, this global um, WHO, this whole idea of getting away our, our national sovereignty, because that's their ultimate goal. They want to be a, an, an authority, not in, with borders, a, a nation without borders. That's why they're defending Ukraine's borders, but not really. They're giving money there so it can be funneled into their own interests. So You know, the, the monster did kill Dr. Frankenstein. You know that, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what they're creating they will not be able to control this is uh lenin said back in uh the days of the russian revolution which created the soviet union the mm-hmm. worse the better the worse the better so the worse they see you can't that they, they always knew the communists always knew there was a problem with America, because you're, there's no dissatisfaction when you've got a chicken in every pot and a car in every garage, right? That's right. When people right. are when people are able to work and and take care of their families and go to church and volunteer in their communities and raise their kids to be great people that love each other, get married, have lots of babies, lots of grandbabies. You know, I mean, just the the plan of God is like it's wonderful. Mm-hmm. It's it's beautiful. And what they want to do is destroy the family. I mean, mm-hmm. I heard about this doctor that has performed like 200 or 2,000 or some crazy amount of top surgeries where he's removed the breasts from from perfectly healthy young women and at $10,000 a pop. So he's made like $200 million on this this thing. So this is a money thing. And they're it's mutilating yeah. they're mutilating our children, chemically castrating our sons and teaching them that if you really want to have a fulfilling life, you need to do what God said not to do. You need to, you know, this is the devil. This is the serpent in the garden. Did mm-hmm. God say, you know, God's a liar. God's a bad guy. And they, but we honor him and he has a good life for us. And he has a yes. great, he has a great prosperity. And as we're happy and as we're believing God and as we're doing what we need to do, which is obey God, which is like share the gospel be uh-huh. salt, be light, occupy, do all these things that Christians are supposed to do. We can turn this ship around, brother. You know, you're on the right track when the Holy Spirit, um, before our show, uh, I was, there's two things I wrote down that I felt led to. One of them was um, Psalms 119, 106, which is your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. When you were talking before off the air about lighting your stereo stuff up. And the second thing was about the Garden of Eden, how the enemy 
Uh, all he had to do was to have us question the word of God, right? The truth of God, which is what we're seeing now. We're seeing this question, question of the foundations, question the founding forefathers, question the constitution, question the fact that we have biblical roots, you know, and it leads us down this Mary, this primrose trail to destruction. When we realize that you just said a, a hand in every house, a, a duck in every pot, whatever the, the term was. Chicken the idea, in every pot, right? Chicken in every pot, prosperity, right? <laughs> Car in every but, garage, maybe. But two. at the exact same time. And not 50s, necessarily an electric one. Just but there you go, right? But it was about, it was tied to come to America. You don't have to stay in your cast. If you work hard, you can achieve the American dream. It was this work ethic was tied to it, right? Then you have the, this, this leftist agenda over the last 60 years, brother, coming into communities and saying, the reason you don't have anything is because your neighbor took it from you. It's their fault that you don't have it. Taking away the work ethic, taking away the, the and saying there's all different reasons why you don't have and they do. Therefore, it's their fault. And coming in and promising, we're going to give you that. So you have a car in your garage and you have a chicken in your pot, but we're going to take it from this person over here that earned it and worked for it. And we've been seeing that from the Democrat Party for years now, the same thing. They're not actually providing solutions or providing more opportunity. They're saying, we're going to take it from those that are actually working and doing this stuff and, and, and give you a piece of it while we take our own piece. Don't listen. The, the fox has been in the hen house for way too long. Now they're openly um, belligerent in the fact that they don't love America. And for you and I, you know, look, we understand. We, we, um, I love you, brother. I love you. Know, I know you love me. We love our, our family. We know that we're not perfect. Only perfect person is Jesus. That's why we're covered by the blood. We come submitted to him. But the point is, is we can recognize that about our nation that, that was founded upon biblical principles, that we have imperfect people, but we strive to be greater, that it's okay to love the place God's placed you in life, to love the nation you're part, and to be invested in making this nation better. The idea that we should hate the place we live, that we should it's, it's somehow evil, is not true. You know, I've talked about this. What we sow into it, what we as Americans, what we as citizens actually do, it will, it will bear fruit, good or bad, based on what we do. And right now, they're bearing some, some pretty bad fruit by what they're doing. And that's why, having been today's Saturday, the, the Saturday after the, the last day to file for office, brother, filing week, what a great time to talk about our opportunity to invest in the election process this year and start making a change to this nation. What do you think? Hmm? I just, I'm so excited because um, it feels like there is energy and hmm. now we're, you know, we are less than eight weeks or about seven and a half weeks until the ballots drop. So now's the time we've got our people have filed and, you know, if you didn't get in, you missed it, but hey, uh, you know, we still need PCOs and you can still be appointed and things like that, right? Mm -hmm. But now we have these people that have stepped up and they've, you know, paid the filing fees or whatever they needed to do. Now it's time for the rest of us to get busy. You know, um, I was uh, heard about a friend of mine who just uh, turned 99 and she's in a home and I'm going to try to get over there and visit her this week. Wow. But she, as you know, just a few years ago, four or five years ago, I was driving somewhere. It was raining. It was windy. She was out doorbelling. I saw her in a raincoat battling the wind and everything. 
And you know why she did that, brother? Because that? she grew up in Nazi Germany. She was a Hitler youth. Her parents made her be a Hitler wow. youth. She worked on uh, like bombers. Like she would do like work at the airport because they put everybody to the war effort, right? Yes. And yeah. um, and she doesn't want to see that here. She doesn't want to see this tyranny. You know, this, you know, so they put the disinformation, misinformation governance board on pause brother they didn't stop it they paused it they fired scary poppins mm-hmm. and um and of course she's very upset you know the only reason they fired her is because she's a, a, an underclass a woman even though she graduated freaking you know ivy mm-hmm. league and has had privilege her whole life she's oppressed brother so i don't know what you and i are because we didn't get that but any rate uh that thing's on pause but guess what's in the WHO treaty that they're fixing to sign that is a misinformation, disinformation governance in that. So nice. they, they, they just, you know, they'll, it's like whack-a-mole. You knock it down here, it pops up over there. They, and now, brother, I wondered, are yes. you aware that the U.S. House of Representatives, the Congress of the United States, passed a new anti-domestic terrorism bill on thursday i don't know how it'll do in the senate right but it guess who it's targeting now it's targeting you brother because you're a trump supporter it's targeting you because you're gop and when the power the people in power target half of the population brother Mm -hmm. this is not going to end well for them this is saw, not going to end well. You personally saw, um, and many of our listeners, in the Obama years where they weaponized the IRS. It, it, they've been proven. They went after conservative Tea Party-like groups and businesses that were openly conservative. This is the, They keep on doing it. And I want to just touch on this one as well. This is another thing I wrote down about the misinformation board, whatever, through the Department of Homeland Security, DHS. Yeah. A large uh, police force with guns. Yeah, a large police force, yes. The idea that they would use someone so radically, who's obviously openly uh, anti-any conservative, you know, just, just shutting down, basically the idea of policing. There's a conjunction here. When, when it was clear that Elon Musk was buying Twitter to allow a free speech platform, they immediately created this new position, what well, probably wasn't new, probably in the plenty of work anyway, to be present, to have control at a federal level, to silence people. Okay. Then later, uh, when a lot of uproar about this, because it's absolutely ridiculous about this person, uh, and after the fact that Elon Musk showed some concern about buying Twitter because of all the fake accounts, and 49.6 of Biden's accounts are supposedly bots, are not real people. So it affects the value. But then it all means, oh, we're going to pause this. And the reason I wanted to touch on this, brother, you, you mentioned this, was you and I, back in 2014, doing radio in Seattle, saw things that were started. The people would show up at city council meetings uh, or whatever and have a uproar. And the immediate thing, what they would do is they cancel meetings, cancel testimony, and say, oh, we're going to table this for later. The idea here is they want to pause this so that we keep our eyes on something else. That means they still are working behind the scenes on this to implement this in a different way. Like Doug said, at the, at the international world level through the WHO, they haven't given up. What they got was too much attention focused on it. 
And so they pause it. So we go and have our attention distracted somewhere else. This is still in the works. We've got to put a stop to this. This is what their ultimate goal is to censor, to stop, to punish, to persecute anybody that has an opposing view. That's not freedom. That is uh, slavery and um, and what, uh, what do they say, brother? Freedom, freedom dies in darkness. D- mm-hmm. Democracy dies in darkness. So you know, obviously, freedom of speech is a threat to democracy as they mm-hmm. define democracy. It reminds me of the Democratic Republic of North Korea. You know, it's mm-hmm. democratic in the sense of he gets a vote and nobody else does. And so they they redefine all this stuff. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, we you know, so it reminds me of what happened here in Washington State last year. So. There was hacks done to the Washington state. So we know about the billion dollars supposedly went to Nigerian princes, mm-hmm. all of them personal friends of Jay Inslee. But um, the um, that one of the departments that was hacked was the department that's in charge of Internet security for Washington state. Right. And they got your name and your social security number and your signature and everything else, your birthday and everything about you. And so what did how did the state legislature and Jay Inslee and Kim Wyman how did they mm-hmm. uh, how did they uh, respond to this? They respond to it by passing a law that makes security vulnerabilities in the election system to be free to be exempt from freedom of information requests. Mm-hmm. So this Nothing is a to see here. You can't look for it. In fact, so you're somehow of, instead of like yeah. like let's fix it. Let's do let's hire these great you know. Uh, hacker, you know, my son-in-law works for a white hat hacker company where they can Mm -hmm. go in and figure this out and plug the holes and get it fixed. No, we just don't want anybody to know. Why? Because they're the ones that are hacking it, right? That's right. It's like, why don't they, you know, I I just uh, saw an interesting uh, email exchange where King County doesn't want to put um, cameras on their drop boxes, you know, like the 2000 mules thing. Right. That's right. And, right. and, and they're like, no, it's perfectly safe. We compare signatures and stuff like that. And, you know, and so we don't have to worry about that. Never mind the fact that dirty do- voter rolls, but they still stuff ballot boxes. They still do this anyway. Yes. Um, but so this is, what, would, this what was is their the, excuse besides that? The fact, Oh, we don't need it. Elections are secure. Uh, we we don't have it. to do it. Yeah, nothing no. to see here. Nothing to see here. So, you know, I, I know of um, several people who are putting up hidden cameras, brother. So it's good. good. When you see your dot box, you might want to look around. I don't know. <laughs> I, I the, probably should the, the say this on the radio, brother. You shouldn't say that, obviously. No. Or obviously you can't record somebody without their permission. It's, it's a federal law. Sure you can. Um, video, can video you can. You can't re- audio record somebody without their permission, brother. Yeah, it's uh, all search. video. I, I, you yeah. know, game game cams, man. They're just video. It's just I got to show it. that it's just to show the car's license plate that comes by the Dropbox like sixty times, dumping yeah, exactly right. Of ballots into the. <laughs> I have not seen two thousand mules yet, but I do want to see it. But oh I, my I saw gosh, a bunch you're of, so you're so yesterday, bro. I know, you need to I get know. Up to speed, but I've it's, gotten the commentary on it. Yes, yeah, it's a it's it's worth a watch. I think any of our listeners that get a chance, it's pretty much it's in theaters now, and mm-hmm. uh, so people can go see it. Um, but. Uh, that's going to be a limited time, but I believe it's available free. If you really want to see it, you can see it for free. And there's a lot of ways to do that. Uh, but I mean, what the heck? Why not pay the five bucks or whatever? I mean, let's support this kind of movie. Dinesh making, right? Susan, kind of exactly right. Journalism. Well, I was the, this is what I know about this. Uh, I probably said so in the movie as well, but they, they say it's 2000 mules just to show the proof of it. But these 2000 mules that they counted had to have gone by at least 10 different 
drop boxes and seven different sort of these housing places where a bunch of ballots come, like a harvesting place, um, by their phone records to count. If they drop that down to seven and five, it would be like 100,000 mules. It's, it's crazy how orchestrated. I think it's the biggest thing I got from commentary from that is how well organized this political corruption of elections is from a state by state, national, and from a city by city level. Um, there are a lot of people involved and a lot of moving parts that just, uh, in, in one hand, you have to go, wow, okay, how long have you been doing this and how long have you been planning this uh, and how orchestrated? And, and for those that are Americans, we've got to be much more vigilant at every level when they push back on why we don't need this. No, we need transparency at every level. We have to trust the election process. One person, one vote, um, verify with ID, uh, and you should be able to track your vote all the way through. Here it is, chain of custody. Yeah, I got voted. It's recorded for posterity that I voted here. Um, it's it's not about my privacy. It's fact is I have a, a citizen's right and a, and a honor to vote. And when I cast it, I want to make sure it counts. And it's not negated by illegal votes or um, ill-gotten gain votes and so forth. Right. Yeah. And, you know, another really big problem, brother, in addition to that is the motor voter automatic registration. They're automatically registering people who are not eligible to vote. Non-U.S. citizens are not eligible to vote according to Washington state constitution as well as the federal constitution. Mm -hmm. And there are tens of thousands of non-citizens that are registered to vote, and many of these ballots are being voted. Mm -hmm. 34,000, brother, in King County alone. 34,000. That is a huge problem. And so if we just register everybody and every vote counts and all this kind of stuff, mm -hmm. and, and if you know, like, hey, these guys are not legal, they're not going to vote, you go down and print their ballot because you can yep. hack and get their birthday or whatever, and then... You, you know, how many votes can you do? So, a couple, this, yeah, yeah, this yeah. is a this is a huge problem, Washington. It's one of the reasons why I've come out really publicly for Tambourine Borelli because I've done all these lawsuits with her. And I know she's focused on all the problem, not just the problem that these machines, these counting machines are flawed. The voter rolls are dirty. And then we have ballot harvesting and and, and drop and, um, you know, what do they call it? Ballot box stuffing. Right. Yes. So there's there's like it's a three headed monster. And there are many people, Marty, that believe that Washington is actually red. Mm -hmm. And many people that believe that California is actually red. That that uh, California, just a few years ago, uh, maybe a little more than a decade ago, voted for uh, overwhelmingly for a constitutional amendment for traditional marriage. Mm -hmm. One man, defining marriage, one man, and then a judge said that's unconstitutional. Well, first of all, how can an amendment to a constitution be unconstitutional? You're amending the constitution, brother. It can't, yeah. Right? So they do this mental gymnastics, and then all of a sudden now that they've got all this mail-in voting and all this stuff in California, boom, solid Democrat. So these things are, uh, they're coming out. And I think this mm -hmm. part of, I think this is what God is doing, right? Mm -hmm. You gotta like- you got what do they say? Sunshine is the best disinfectant, right? That's right. So we got to get it out in the open. 
Uh, I want to are- pay one more parallel here, but to your point, exactly right. God is revealing all this stuff with Hunter Biden, uh, Joe Biden's dealings in China and Russia and Ukraine. We see at the local level of Democrats, the, the left, and some of the right as well, as we talked about. Um, this idea a couple of years ago, when, the, when they started registering 16-year-olds uh, to be pre-registered to vote, and they're like, oh, this is all to make it easier so that we have younger people when they turn 18, they can vote. I can't tell you how many phone calls I got from angry parents where their 16-year-old son got a ballot in an election. And they were honest people saying, we're not going to vote. How many of those 16 to 18-year-old ballots are cast, brother? How many thousands of them are probably gathered up? We know. They know they're not supposed to vote. They probably know they're not getting a ballot. Uh, and yet they're registered automatically when they get the driver's license in, in Washington State. And this is all intentional. It's not about being altruistic and helping out kids and, and, and creating this. They know that p- younger people um, vote at a much smaller rate, first of all. And when they're not supposed to, 16, 18, that's very easy. It's, a, it's a thousands and thousands of ballots. That they can it's all about to. ends and means, brother. Uh, yep. The rules for radical thing, ends and means. There's a whole chapter in there. doesn't matter what you do. There's no morality. The only morality is winning. Yep. And, uh, you know, this this thing that cheaters never prosper. And, uh, you know, cheaters do prosper, unfortunately, and they do get away with it for a while, brother. But I have news. We shall all stand before the judgment seat of Jesus Christ. And there is a day of reckoning coming. And, you know, God isn't just going to allow these things, even on the earth. You know, if you read through Proverbs and you read through the Psalms and just, you know, just read the Bible, it's always talking about how the the wicked are going to be turned into hell. They're not going to make it. They're not going to, things are not going to work out for them. Now you look at George Soros think, well, his life's been pretty good. No, his life's been a twisted living hell mm-hmm. and his misery is what he's trying to, you know, uh, put on everybody else. I mean, he's, he's a miserable dude. I mean, how, how would you like to have all the money in the world and lose your soul, brother? I don't think mm-hmm. so. The scripture says that. And we know, uh, I feel every day. Uh, my my ripe old 55 years of myself and those that are older, you'll understand those that are younger, you may not. But it's one of those things, how life, how fast life goes by and how you want to be, we're called to be in the present moment, but eternity is forever. I mean, that seems really stupid to say, but for George Soros and people like him, the truth will come out. And there is a judgment for those um, that for forever, it's not just, you know, their lifetime. So their lifetime is short. So the evil they do here, um, God will still use that, you know, not only in judgment for them, but for, for us as well. So our job, though, is to be vigilant. Watch out for our family, to watch the word, know the word of God, as we talked about that at the beginning. And knowing that evil is afoot, but right now it's like God opened our eyes. I'm telling you, that all this stuff's coming out because what's done in the dark is going to be revealed in the light. Like you said, that the best disinfectant is light. Well, God's revealing it. COVID, right? This whole uh, pandemic, it's been terrible. Yet at the same time, it's given us all the opportunity to really see what's been going on by these people that we've elected, whether we did so or not, those that are in elected power, decisions they're making that are harmful to our families, to our traditions, to our churches, to our nation, to our borders, to our military, on and on and on. And the indoctrination to our children, the CRT, if you will, the uh, the anti-American, anti-Christian, anti, uh, for that matter, dividing us by race and, and everything. 
this really is. We are literally at war, uh, and we don't know it. You know, it feels like the frog in the, in the pot. Now the frogs are awake and say, hey, I see what you're doing now. And so I think we, uh, like, like you said, I'm encouraged, brother. I think we're supposed to be encouraged. I read in, in Revelations just this morning, too, about the fact that even in the midst of all the stuff that will come and all the, all the trials that we're going through now, there is joy in knowing um, God's promises, that God's still on the throne, that God's coming back, that we're going to be spend eternity with God. And that's just awesome. So, But we're supposed to have that anticipation, knowing the truth during in the midst of what we're going through, brother. And um, what we're going through should be glorious as we look yeah. up, as we see, you know, even if this is like the one world thing, mark of the beast and all that stuff, um, let our hearts be filled with joy that the Bible's true. Yes. Right. And let us, yes. let us just go, you know, let's just take up the cross and go after him. But I believe that America's going to be saved. I believe I'm hearing from God, bro. And mm-hmm. I believe that Washington's going to be saved and Washington's going to be washed white brother white like snow and it's going to be a shock and it's going to be a punch in the devil's face that he's not going to be able to recover from for a long time and um this you know the the if you look at the art of war by um sun Sun Tzu, Tzu. right yeah you one of the things that is in there is this idea that if you can get the other side to quit without fighting that's the best right because it doesn't cost you men material uh, casualties and everything else. And um, as you and I both saw this last year at the, at the state Capitol, when they had put the fence around it mm-hmm. and all that stuff. And we, when we stood, the fence came down when we stood, the rules came down. And so a one, one with, uh, uh, with the, with the Lord can put a thousand to fly two ten thousand to fly. We put 10,000 to fly brother. Right. When That's we right. did that. That's so right. when we, you know, we're not, we're not special. We're just like crazy enough to believe that the Bible's true and that we can stand up. And there's times when we don't care if they're going to throw you in the fiery furnace. We're just going to go for it anyway, because we're not bowing down to your stinking idol. And America is not descended from fearful men. America is the land of the free and the home of the who brother. The, the, not brave, the, who, the brave, the brave, not the WHO, <laughs> but the brave. And, you know, so we are, we are into, um, we are into a time of great exposure mm-hmm. and, um, you know, when 80, uh, 70 some percent of the country says we're on the wrong track and they're freaking out. And then what are they trying to do? They're trying to make it all about, Oh, Roe v. Wade might get overturned. Well, hallelujah, whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, climate crisis. You know, there's there's there is a crisis with the climate. It's because what you're doing is make, causing a crisis at the pump. I've heard, brother, that in the city of Spokane, mm-hmm. there are stations that are running out of gas. Right. Again, created shortages. That's we right. Have plenty of gas in North mm-hmm. and South Dakota, Montana, <laughs> Texas, Texas, wherever. Yeah. Right. We have got tons. We got, you know, terabyte tons, quadratons, whatever they call them, and right. uh, of fuel. We have all the fuel we need right here, brother. And we're it's time to start onshoring and bringing mm-hmm. our manufacturing home, our pharmaceuticals home, our, our heavy equipment home, our appliances home, our shoes, our socks, our textiles. Bring them home. We don't need you guys. We have all the fuel. We have all the manpower we need. And... Um, 
Yeah. It's getting, it's getting weird. So um, how, how are your investments doing brother? Are your investments doing okay? How's your, do you have any stocks no, brother? I, I have very little. Uh, and that's, that's my own thing, but I have very little. And even our company. Brother, stock, I, company I'm before. telling you, I yes. got a tip. I'm into yes. car. I'm into cardboard brother. You I are. got a deal. I bought cardboard when it was only 15 cents a ton. And mm -hmm. now it's up to 20 cents a ton, dude. And I got like three tons of it and I only have to keep half of it at my house. It's a great investment. <laughs> I just want people to know my cardboard brother. I know the inscription talk about silver and gold, man. I don't know. I now, stole that joke from Steve Martin. Brother. That's funny. I love it. I love it. So I, I do want to, obviously people stock market, uh, even during the Obama and the Trump, it was an indicator of the belief investors had in our future. It basically is what it is. It's very much like gambling, but it's it's really about our confidence in the economy. And the fact that 80% of Americans think we're on the wrong train is kind of surprising to me that it's not 100%. Because if, yeah, if who you- Yeah, who are the 20%? Right, 20% that believe that <laughs> high inflation, borders, all stuff is, is a good thing. That's scary. I don't know if you think I'm about surprised it. Joe Biden has any <laughs> approval rating at all. I'm trying to figure out who those are that approve of him. Maybe they're- he does have high approval among Democrats, like 70% of Democrats, but his overall approval is like in the 30s. So mm -hmm. what's that tell you, brother? Right. A lot of people aren't aren't no. identifying as Democrat anymore. You're exactly right. They're out. So I want to ask that as true, though, but for those that are Democrats, if you listen to the show or, or, or troll the show or whatever it may be, or former Democrats, think about that with your Democrat friends. We have, Doug and I used to have friends that are Democrats. Um, believe it or not, it's like, how can you, you know, if this is what you approve of, you know, we don't agree on uh, America. It's not just a policy. It's really fundamentally, you know, um, when it comes down to nation states, when it comes down to sovereignty, when it comes down to borders, when it comes down to the human life, for that matter. Wow. You know, uh, it's like you have to ask the question. So if you hate America that bad, why are you here? You know, instead of trying to improve it. So uh, it is uh, very interesting now to hold on to. People will defend their beliefs. Uh, we all do uh, in, in light of contradiction. Well, there's a lot of proof right now that, that not only on the wrong track, we're going in the wrong direction, in which the scripture is very clear. That's what repentance is. It's saying, I'm mistaken. I'm, I'm going the wrong direction. I'm going to turn around and go in the right direction toward God. You know, as a nation, when it says Second Chronicles seven fourteen, that if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and turn from their wicked ways, repent, turn around, and I'll hear from heaven and heal their land. We need to be healed. You know, the, the burden upon the American citizens is is not over. This high inflation has repercussions. The the attack on our education system, all these things. Um, when they're changing, anticipating $10 a gallon gas, and this, once again, Doug mentioned this, it's not because we don't have gas, not because we don't have the resources. In fact, we got enough resources, enough natural gas and fuel uh, on our shores through fracking and everything else to provide power and energy for America for hundreds of years, and maybe even more. I mean, it's just amazing the amount we have, but we're choosing to restrict the amount of energy amount of gas and oil to, that is allowed to be produced and that's driving up things. So this is intentional. So hold those that are doing this to you accountable during the selection cycle. And don't um, forget the primary brother. Yes. The primary, the primary matters too. 
especially when it comes to our side, because we want to make sure that the people that are, are representing us on the Republican ticket are not just Republicans in name only, right? That yes. they are actual conservatives. So it's time. And, and the other thing is, is that we've got to like figure out a way to make them prove it. Like what's their voting record? What's their lifestyle? Um, right. That type of thing. Because, you know, we have, uh, you know, Majority Leader McCarthy, who's, you know, openly was uh, plotting against the president and stuff like yes. that. You know, I'm talking about the real president, not the fake one. Yes. Yep. And um, and then did you read this article, brother, about Hillary Clinton's um, mm -hmm. uh, official campaign manager or whatever um, saying that Clinton signed off on all this this stuff on at least yep. part the, of this? They're Russian doing this, the suspense trial part of the Durham probe. Um, they're invested basically in prosecution. They call him as a witness. He was part of the Clinton campaign. He was the one that released the information to the media about this supposed tie between the Trump campaign and this Russian bank, basically. And he said that, yes, he got approval from all senior campaign staff, and they knew that it was suspect at best, that it wasn't verifiable. And he said that Hillary Clinton said, yes, release it. And so, yeah, um, the big cheese as well, and all of the staff, but us and whatever said, yeah, this is intentional to release it to, and they're, they're said it was because they wanted to make sure that the media would track it down and verify the information. And, you know, that's bull, um, at bull pucky as they, uh, the media was their arm to get the information out. And Pelosi, if you look this up several years ago, talked about what's is what they do. She was in a, in a, in a press conference explaining that they'll, tell a lie, something they want to get out on their opponent to the media. The media then reports it, and then they come back and say, see, the media reported this lie, so therefore it must be true. They use this echo chamber with the media that doesn't vet it, that just produces this as if it was the gospel truth, and then they can use it, the fact that it was in the New York Times or it was in the USA Today or it was whatever posted as um, fuel to fodder to to keep on saying it down the line. So this is something they do. This is what happened here. So they gave it to the media to run with it, which they did, and then they could use it to attack Donald Trump uh, and the whole start down the, the the line of impeachment and so forth. Even after we before we got elected, even so. Well, how can you tell when a politician's lying, brother? Right. Their lips are moving, right? Yeah. So, and that's why we don't want to vote for career politicians. We want this to be jury duty. We want, you know, regular citizen legislators. We got to get this back. Did you hear about the Archbishop uh, Salvatore Cordelone of San Francisco has barred Nancy Pelosi from Holy Communion due to her stance on abortion um so she's gonna have to go back to the unholy communion because she's there we go get the holy communion she'll probably <laughs> well, appeal to the pope who by the way is will. catholic yes in case you were wondering yes and he's been very um uh, and i'm not about to offend catholics out there but um pope the, the current pope has been very quote unquote progressive and not very definitive kind of hush hush whole. on the whole abortion thing yeah he's allowed basically major politicians to take communion when they have pro-abortion stances, pro-killing babies, which is like totally against the whole Christian doctrine, Catholic doctrine, and so forth. So good for this bishop. Um, and you're right. It may be overruled or maybe not. But it's time that people of faith took a stand for what the word actually says and come against these policies, right? Come on. Yes.
But I'm just glad we got that that question answered. Later, we're going to answer the question, if a tree falls in the woods, does it make any noise? Um, so I have a question for you. Is Nancy you Pelosi Catholic? Yeah. Apparently, yes. Is the a lot of, This is interesting. I know that John F. Kennedy was Catholic. I, I know that um, a, a lot of recent Democrat politicians um, tend to be Catholic. And it is interesting to see the American church, Catholicism, Lutheranism, uh, evangelical Christians, uh, not so much in that last group, but in many, even in Baptists as well, there is a um, division among those of the same faith along the lines of marriage, along the lines of abortion, along the lines of these social uh, issues that we're fighting out in the political realm um, divide many of those of faith. And it's like, how do you justify uh, having these political, these worldviews on life and family and marriage and yet tied to this, it's, it comes back to, are you picking and choosing what you want to believe? And right? did you did you hear about the recent CNN poll? They took a poll on a generic ballot poll uh, three days before this leak of the Roe mm-hmm. v. Wade um, you know, draft. And it was uh, Republicans had a one point uh, margin of victory. And the CNN, of course. So, you know, mm-hmm. that one point is probably like 50. Right. But uh, after... The Roe v. Wade leak of um, Scalise's um, mm-hmm. uh, draft. Opinion. Yeah. Uh, Republicans had a seven point victory, brother. Seven point margin. So it wow. backfired immediately. See, that Good. that's the thing that uh, the commentary that I read about this is these things tend to backfire because the other side is already shrill. They're already fired up about it. Yes. And there's no way to like get, you know, normal mom and pop and you know what do they call them the wine drinking moms the soccer moms whatever liberals they're already like in Mm. right so we're not going to win them anyway because they're you know they've got mental problems but (laughs) it engages the right it engages the pro-life groups to say oh look there's hope and they get up and all of a sudden they start registering to vote they start voting they start saying oh well that's my issue and um you know and it's been I think you've you've mentioned on the the show that in the past and and with recently that America is um, slightly, if not a lot, pro life. So mm-hmm. if you really want to make it about that, chances are we win in that mm-hmm. in that situation. The thing that is is that it's it's all about you know it's like I said earlier it's all about obfuscation, red herrings. You know, look over here. Don't look at the pro. You know, don't look at the gas pump. Look at abortion. Don't look at don't look at the 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 inflation. Look at abortion. Look at look at uh, the climate right. crisis. You know, trying to make a, a climate. Oh, look at the insurrection. You know, there was an insurrection on January sixth. It was the people in power insurrecting against their bosses, which yes. is the governed. That mm-hmm. American system is set up on the consent of the governed. You know, even Jay Inslee said, "Well, you know, I have the consent of the governed by their compliance." When he was talking mm-hmm. about his lockdowns back in 2020, did you know? brother that today is 813 days four score and 13 days ago when our governor brought forth on this state a state of emergency oh my gosh 813 days yeah remember what was that two weeks to flatten the curve brother Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i have a question for you and i've seen this personally and i'm not going to throw any particular corporation under the bus um the the terminology there but I, I saw something. It was I think it was Dinesh D'Souza was talking about this, how this wokeness, right, this political left, this agenda 
has really been um, fortified and pushed forward by corporate America. And you can see a lot of them adopting these policies, these uh, uh, caused Disney to lose 40 billion in value. Yeah. It's just amazing. But you're, but I've seen it. It's like, why do you think that some of these corporations or a lot of them, I should say majority of them, if you would um, are so quick to jump on these type of policies, these type of um, things that are really, um, they segregate, they discriminate that in the, in the name of inclusion, they exclude in the name of being fair, that, that it's unfair. Uh, it's just, it's, um, when you think about, it should be like dollars driven, values driven and so forth. These companies are losing money. So it's not, shouldn't be a dollars driven thing because they're not making money on it. They're losing money because of it and they're losing employees. Does, it, does that go back to their personal beliefs or what? Yeah. It does. I know I told, I told my, my girls and I said, no more Star Wars, no more mm-hmm. Marvel. You know, they got a new uh, Doctor Strange movie coming out. No, sorry. Don't want to see it. Not going to go to Star Wars land and not going to Disneyland. Right. Not, I canceled my Disney plus, you know, I just, you know, there just comes a point where, you know, I'm tired of them sticking the knife in my back. I'm not going to fund it anymore. I'll figure out other ways to amuse myself. Like maybe I'll read my Bible or do street church, brother. Oh, there know. you go. I'll have, some, I'll have fun right? serving God, right? <laughs> I'll actually go outside and play. Or run for Congress, you know? Yeah. You know. And, but I mean, <laughs> I'm just saying that it is time to stop buying Woca Cola and all this stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And we just, we think, well, this doesn't matter. You know what? It does matter. D- Disney dropped 40 billion in a day, like a day mm-hmm. or a couple of days of, of all this leaked stuff. And we can't just like, oh, well, the kids, no, no, no. Mm-hmm. They're telling you what they mm-hmm. want to do with your kids. They're telling you they want to turn your kids into little perverts, little transgenders, little whatevers. Um, brother, did you know, I, I'm, I, I'm setting you up because of course you don't know. Okay. Uh, but the World Health Organization says that there are more than 1 million sexually transmitted uh, disease infections acquired every day worldwide. Did they talk to the kids about that, that chlamydia can give you cancer, mm-hmm. that gonorrhea is becoming more and more resistant to drugs, that that uh, 374 million uh, new chlamydia infections uh, have just happened this year? So this is, you know, hey, by the way, if you have sex outside of marriage, your chance of getting a sexually transmitted disease is like high. I don't even know what is the high in you know, your former medical guy. You're probably yep. looking it up right now, aren't you, brother? Nope, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> but this is a, you know, we don't ever tell, you know, it's consequence free. I'm going to remove my breasts and try to become a boy. But guess what? You're never going to have sex again because you're removing your ability to do it. Right. Yes. A, a, a yeah. fake male genitalia ain't going to get it for you. Right. It don't yep. work. It's broken. It doesn't feel the same. It's it's a DNA. Oh, well, you're, you know. Sex is different from from uh, genders. What they're trying to say now? No, no, no. The party of no. science um, is this is this is going to collapse, and and they've they've attacked our kids. And are we having children so that they cannot give us grandchildren, brother? Are mm-hmm. we having children so that they can uh, fight against us and turn against us? And, well, it's, um, it's interesting. They've, they're given two choices, right? When you want to have gender reassignment surgery from male to female or female to male, you only get to choose male or female. Right. 
That's interesting. I thought there was a bazillion genders. Right, right. So whatever you identify as, you can only change to one or the other because it's biologically, that's what it is. You are either a boy or a girl. Um, and then, like you said, there's a, a move. This this also goes to a bigger picture. Now, we've been, uh, our birth rate versus our death rate over the years, we live longer, but we're having fewer and fewer kids. That's how you destroy a nation as well when you don't produce. God, one of the very first commands God had with man was go be fruitful and multiply, right? Occupy the earth, rule over the earth and take care of it. And when we have a diminishing population, fewer and fewer kids, our values are skewed. And then you take the, the, this where kids don't know which sex they are, changing things where they can't produce more children. It changes demographically. It changes everything, the, the future of this world, if you will. And so once again, it's, it in, flies in the face of a direct command from the Lord to be fruitful and multiply. This is all part of it. I, I, there's, there are friends of mine that are now my age that are past um, you know, menopause or whatever that didn't want to have kids and now regret not having kids. And they didn't have sex changes like that. They just chose not to have kids and live their life. That's they wanted to be dinks or whatever, right? Whatever, yeah, right? Uh, and so that's a choice they made. But what about these people that make the choice now under this cloud of confusion that have made the choice has been made for them for the rest of their lives. Regret, suicides, um, uh, all, all the, the emotional stuff that comes with it. it. We are setting people up for failure. This is evil. It really is. So, so we've got to, we've got to stop this. Um, yes. Got to stop it. Yeah. Go ahead. Question. No a question for you. Um, would you rather hear um, what I've noticed about um Texas elections, how it compared to Washington, or talk about Mark Melosha, FPIW, now that threw his hat in the ring for Secretary of State. Yeah, I still support Tambourine. I know. Uh, he, ca- he called me, brother. Which I, God bless him. You know, he called me up and, and let me know. And I was like, dude, you're doing such a good job. I have, n- I never really gave FPIW money until he took it over. So I'm, I, you know, we wish him well. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I wanted, I kind of was hoping that we could end on a really high note because I, I just saw a video with, um, Charlie Kirk and Sean Foyt. And so Charlie Kirk is head of Turning Point USA. Sean Foyt is the, the, uh, long haired, uh, hippie lack worship leader. Who's gone all around the country during the lockdowns. And, and since then with a worship movement called let us worship and, uh, absolute hero, uh, in our day, uh, a mid thirties guy got four kids, um, homeschooling his kids, fighting every day. He told the story, Marty, about when he first felt like we need to push back into these lockdowns. So he took battery-powered speakers, and he said, we're going to go to the Golden Gate Bridge. And they go to the Golden Gate Bridge, and about 500 people showed up with him, which shocked him. And the cops that were there didn't try to stop him. They said, what took you so long? They were literally dealing with suicides and suicide attempts, so many, every single day because of these lockdowns. And they were so happy that Sean Foyt was there to save lives, to give hope. And this is what you you were just mentioning this in this whole mm-hmm. trans thing, that suicide rate in the trans community is astronomically higher than any other segment of society because sometimes the answer is no. Mm-hmm. No, you can't fly without an airplane, right? No, you can't. If you're a girl, you can't be a boy. And if you're a boy, you can't be a girl. You can pretend and you can you can lie and you can try to get everybody to agree with it. But Sean Foyt's out there and he's telling an irrefutable, 
uh, in uh, controvertible truth that God loves us, that he Amen. so loved us, that he gave his only begotten son. And if we, Marty, would be like that and be strong and be bold and get out there and share, people will give their hearts to Jesus. Suicides can be stopped. Thefts can be stopped. Murders can be stopped. But we've got to stop being silent. We've got to stop being fearful. You have that. I think you might even have that on a tattoo, brother. Mm-hmm. Be, be strong and courageous, right? This mm-hmm. idea that if God is for us, who can be against us? That's right. And I'm so, I, I just want to tell you that I watched that video. If you could find it on YouTube or whatever and watch it, it will just, it'll make you glad that somebody out there has courage and is willing to go out and save the lost. That Jesus, you know, he left the 99 after the one. And uh, so it's very exciting. And I just wanted to encourage everybody that hopeful things are happening. Don't forget, you can go to DougAndMarty.com and get uh, past episodes. And of course, you can contact us. And Marty loves to hear from you. I do. This is Doug Bassler. And Marty McClendon, Doug and Marty versus the world. Take care. God bless. God bless America.